Good morning, good day, and good night. You may have stumbled upon this podcast randomly as you browse around a graveyard full of ghouls, driving on an endless road with your killer laying in the back seat, waiting for the right opportunity to slit your throat. Or, you know, just by personal interest. However, what you may not know is what you're about to hear are extremely sinister stories. This show contains all depths of horror that lurks around our society. Kidnapping, torture, murder, you name it. Whether it's down a dark alley or from the pitch black closet in a bedroom. If it's the paranormal that haunts our surroundings, or a demonic possession that needs to be cleansed, a flying saucer that hovers over our helpless world, these files are for one's understanding, but listener discretion, you are warned. If you wish to be part of the cult, <clears throat> well, not a cult, but family, <laughs> hit the five star in Apple Podcasts and subscribe to wherever you are listening. Now that you are brave enough, are you ready to open these cryptic files? Welcome to another episode of Cryptic Files. I am your host, Justin Smith. Today on the podcast, I will be answering a listener's response to the Premonitions episode a while back, and I will dive into a new topic that some of you may have experienced, lucid dreaming. If you have never experienced this, there's a way for you to do so. More on that coming up. Now let's get to the listener's response. Now, this listener didn't leave a voicemail, but she wrote in her story, and that's completely fine. I will take voicemails, I will take direct messages, emails, whatever, but thank you for sending this in, and I will read this now. <clears throat> she says, I just listened to your new episode of Cryptic Files, and I have hardly spoke to anyone about this part of me, but I have always had premonitions right before a close family member was about to pass. Mine was never pain, but like a feeling I get all over my body, but inside. Almost like my skin was crawling, but never that feeling exactly. It would just be all inside. 
It was an empty but heavy feeling. It all started at a very, very young age. Probably four is the first time I can remember it actually happening. Then again at 11. Then again at 12. Then recently with my great uncle. He was a little different because I wasn't close with him. But the other three I was. And I would always get that feeling about 12 hours before they would pass. The sad part is... I would see them the day before they died. I was a little afraid, a little while. I thought I was the Grim Reaper or something. And me having that feeling was me getting them to move on. But after the third or fourth time, I've pushed that negative thinking aside and realized it's a gift. I was wrong about my uncle by a couple of weeks. But I again, where he and I weren't close, I think that's why... It was just so far off. I wanted to know that it is possible you felt it. Maybe not who or why, but it possibly have that gift or ability or whatever you want to refer to it as. May your grandfather rest easy. Thank you, listener. Um, wow. Thank you so much for sharing all of that, and I must say... There's something bizarre going on there. It is much different from mine, obviously. The chest pain with the connection of my grandfather having a heart attack is something I I don't ever wish to experience again. If anything, mine would be a curse rather than a gift. Just because, you know, it hurt like hell. However, yours, for example, may actually be a beneficial gift... I'm sorry to know about all the tragedies you have obtained growing up. Like I said in the premonition episode, I never really had a major death that affected me before. The reason I say it could be beneficial to you is that perhaps maybe when you feel this this sensation, you could reach out before the death occurs in hopes to maybe stop or at least inform all the loved ones to prepare for whatever may happen. I don't know how many family members know about your gift, but hopefully they don't think you're off your rocker. (laughs) I sure don't. My questions to you are, is it only family members, and have you ever warned others about this sensation before the death? I would love for you to call and respond Uh, possibly answer these and even tell an in-depth story about your gift. I, for one, wish to not experience whatever I had, but if it does, I'll be waiting on an unfortunate call. There was a new topic I wanted to share with you all, and hopefully you will call the hotline or send me an email about what I'm talking about. Um, Have you ever experienced lucid dreaming? Or are you capable of doing so? If you don't know what lucid dreaming is, it is the ability to have control while you are dreaming. What if we could control our dreams? When most of us dream, our thoughts and actions are involuntary. The dream plays out as if we were watching a movie. But not all dreams are the same. There is another kind of dreaming called lucid dreaming, which is more like playing a video game than watching a movie. 
by definition, lucid dreaming is simply the act of knowing that you're dreaming whilst you're dreaming. My name is Matthew Walker. I am a professor of neuroscience and psychology at the University of California, Berkeley. Most people actually think of lucid dreaming more in the sense of actually beginning to control what you're dreaming. So you gain volitional control and you decide what's going to happen during your dream. Frequent lucid dreamers claim that they can control many parts of the dream, such as teleporting themselves to another location, learning to improve real life skills, or even eating fire. It might sound far-fetched, and until recently, we lacked the technology to prove if lucid dreaming was real or not. But a series of recent studies has shed light on the phenomenon. Scientists have designed experiments and they've been able to demonstrate objectively that when people say that they're doing something in their dream, that they actually are. In 2012, scientists reported results from one of the first experiments that objectively measured lucid dreams using fMRI scanners. fMRIs measure the rate of blood flow to different areas of the brain, so they can relay information about a person's thoughts and actions simply through a series of images. For the study, scientists first asked participants to clench their fists while they were awake. This lit up key areas of the brain on the fMRI scanner. After that, participants were asked to fall asleep and dream about clenching their fists. Sure enough, similar regions of the brain lit up in both cases. Lucid dreaming comes naturally to some, but many of us have never experienced the sensation. Have you ever experienced this sensation? I personally remember in one instance I was dreaming of something to the extent that I was traveling somewhere. I don't recall what exactly the dream was about, but I remember waking up and wanting to continue the dream to where I ended up falling back asleep, continuing the same dream. It was a wild uh, situation when I woke up and went on with my day thinking about it. I would like for you all to call the hotline at 540-358-1583 and tell me if you ever experienced these. Also, if you have, were they nightmares? This reminds me of a nightmare on Elm Street type of question. Uh, did Freddy ever come for you? <laughs> no, that song. One, two, Freddy's coming for you. I've never experienced a lucid nightmare, but I'm sure that is an intense uh, experience. I want to know if you all have, if, if you have the ability to do this, please call and share and I will present it on the podcast. That's all I have for this one, guys. I made a post several days ago that I'm going to be going on a deep investigation on the Craig Creek Road phenomenon in Blacksburg, Virginia. So, it is no telling when the next episode will be released, but if I have time, I will drop some in between so you all could have something to listen to. This investigation I'm about to embark on is a case that I have been wanting to do even before the Randall Lee Smith story, which is, you know, episode 1, 2, and 3 of this podcast. I'm talking about the Codwell Fields case. I will leave it at that. I'm already in touch with a few people that are sending me interesting stuff. I plan on giving updates on the research, and if you want to keep up with my findings, I will post it in the private Facebook group. Just find Cryptic Files podcast there. 
And be sure to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. That way the podcast will be elevated in the charts and more people will join this little cult or family or whatever this is. Whatever this, you know, creepy show is. Thank you all for listening and watch your back. It's cryptic out there.